Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, will you just stall it, look? I'd like to come and stall it I'm not really in the mood Well, come on and bleed and stall it Yeah, house hatcher I'm not a house hatcher We'll stall it for a crack We're gonna have a laugh How are you, how are you, how are you? Hey, all right Very good Welcome to another episode of Stall It. What do you think? Do you like Very the name, nice, you yeah, like yeah. The name of the podcast? I like the name of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, of course I do. Yeah. I like the way the scratches on the name, so it's real modern. Yeah. You know, it's cool. Like, like it's a graffiti, but not graffiti, but like it's textured. And it means we're a cool podcast, which means we're cool people. I think you're very cool, man. Do you? Do you think I'm cool? Stall It is a go louder. Is <laughs> <laughs> oh. No. Oh. You're cool, dude. I'm chill, man. Um, I'm real chill. It's a Go Loud original podcast. It fucking is and all. You're dead right. Yeah. It couldn't be more Go Loud original than this. No. This is like one of the originals. Yeah. Of the Go Loud catalogue of original podcasts. We're the Ready Salted podcast. Yeah. Get on with the show. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Style of Podcast. Before we get into it. Yeah. We're doing a live show in Vicar Street on April 6th. Are you excited, Darren? Buzzing. Are you buzzing? Yeah. I can see it in your face. There's You're still like, some tickets left. There is, yeah, there is. Very few, though. Very few, so... And if you want to be excited as me, get a ticket. Yeah, get your ticket. It's like you just instantly get excited when you purchase it. It's like, yeah, just brilliant. Like It's going to be a good show. If you were at the last one, it's going to be completely different to the last one. It's going to be a brand new show, new gags, New sketches, new music, new everything. It's going to be, you don't want to miss it. So get your tickets. There's only a few left. Get them on Ticketmaster. A few people were texting me saying, where do you get the tickets? Fucking Ticketmaster. Or go into Ticketmaster and get them physical. Yeah. To print them out for you there and then. Take a picture, stick it on your stories. Still a thing. Tag us. I think so. I yeah. presume so, yeah. Still get tickets. Yeah, do that bit of nostalgia. Like yeah. back in the day, you yeah. know. I'd do that if I was you. And mm-hmm. if you get them online as well if you want. It's probably easier. And there's a special prize on the night from Darren. We can't reveal what it is. He has a surprise for one lucky attendee. Ooh, it's like the lottery. Mm. It's like the lottery. What is it? Your jocks. You're going to give someone your We're your not jocks. telling you what it is. It's going to be a surprise for everyone. Do I already know this and I just forgot? Nope. Yeah, oh, yeah there's a surprise for me as well. <laughs> it's going to be good. Deadly. Right, well then we'll see you April 6th. Get your tickets on Ticketmaster. Just want to say that again because people are very confused. Ticketmaster.ie yeah, forward, stall it. Forward slash stall it. It would be that, wouldn't it? Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do you know what? <laughs> Have you ever heard of the website Google? Yeah. Just Google stall it live tickets. Rain it in now, rain it in. Right. Have a surprise. Go on. You're not going to believe this. Go on. Look what I have in my pocket here now. Alan. Your mind is going to be blown away. Da, 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 da. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. It's real. It's here. It's real. If you can hear that jingle jangle, it's the sound of a fake Rolex. Fake Rolex is jingle jangle too, you know. They do. They do. <laughs> a fake Rolex. There now. What do you think of that? First Pass thoughts. it over there. Let's have a look. Good bit of weight in it, is there? Feels solid. I thought the chain, like the band on it kind of felt a little bit flimsy. But then I don't know what a real Rolex feels like. Not flimsy anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Actually brought it into the Northside Shopping Centre to get the links changed because it was way too big. So I brought it into the Northside Shopping Centre and she just looked at it. And they don't have Rolexes in the jewellers in the Northside Shopping Centre. <laughs> you might be surprised to hear. And she just goes, oh, that's a Rolex. And I was like, yeah, yeah. She's she's like, oh, okay. She didn't even know how to open it because there's like two clasps on it. No, I didn't tell her it was fake. It has but a lot of the details there, like the little, uh, the engravings, yeah, the serial number. It looks very good. A few scratches on it. Well, it's just been sitting in my pocket, you know. <laughs> See, if it was a Rolex, <laughs> if, if that was a real Rolex, there'd be scratches on a real Rolex as well, because I'd be battering it. That's why I can't have a real Rolex. You pay 50 grand on a Rolex watch. This, it's obviously fake because... Not because it looks fake, but because I'm wearing it. And I'm not going to be wearing a 50 grand watch. No comedian other than fucking Kevin Hart would be wearing a 50 grand watch. <laughs> so that's how you know it's fake. But I don't think you tell by looking at it. If you give that to a well, businessman. People might presume you make money otherwise. So you can only tell if it's fake by the person, <laughs> is it? Well, yeah. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. 
even says like Swiss made down the bottom. The little 12 o'clock sign is probably a slight little bit off centre. But you'd have to have a keen, keen eye, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd have to get a guy down here. You'd have to get a I'd guy get down. get Rolex guy down here. A guy. <laughs> Your guy. I'll get Your my guy. guy down. He knows a lot about Rolexes. Stick around. Back in a minute. You got a second fake watch as well you're wearing there. I'm wearing a fake tag whore, which is way more believable. That is more believable, yeah. It's way more believable because some people don't even know what a tag whore is or how much a tag whore should be worth. Uh-huh. Everyone knows a Rolex is just very fucking expensive. Nobody would question the tag whore. They'd question a Rolex. Mm. If I seen somebody wearing a Rolex, I'd say, is that, that your grill? Are you walking around with a real fucking Rolex on your wrist? Do you want someone to cut your arm off? This is nice now, this other fake. My uncle has a real Rolex. Yeah, right. I swear to God. Does he? <laughs> cut his arm off. <laughs> I will. Oh. Why? <laughs> Your fake tag whore has uh, malfunctioned. Why? <laughs> this is a chronograph watch, which means it has a stopwatch. And so you press one of the, it has three buttons on the side, and you press one of the buttons, and that's supposed to start the stopwatch going around. Uh, and so it went around 19 seconds, and it just it stopped. <laughs> uh, let's see now. There you go. Did you press stop on it, maybe? You probably pressed stop on it. To make it stop. Don't try to throw me under the bus. It's a good fake. So it's what else fake. has this seller got? Is it just watches? He has anything you want. Wow. Anything. Anything you Trust want. Trustworthy. He said, what do you want? And then you send him a picture of the, the one that you want. And then he just orders the parts. You know, you're like really successful when someone just like gives you a Rolex. Do you ever see that happening? Well, Where that's like, to avoid like, tax. Like, yeah. Like a sheik will just give someone a Rolex as a gift. Well, you got to pay tax on your gifts. Uh, <laughs> well, you, hope you two are paying attention to that now. It's a lot of stuff lately about influencers and their gifts and how you have to pay tax on everything yeah, you get. Oh, I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having a go with you. That's I'm why, just that's saying why we I hope you That's why we haven't talked about free stuff in a long time. <laughs> 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 that was a topic of every episode nearly and now it's like, ah... I think brands would be equally as uh, annoyed. There's not many free stuff anymore though. No, I think it's that's why. I think it? that might be why. Because yeah. revenue is kind of clamping down. Do you remember it, maybe? I got to a stage where you were just getting like 10 things a week. Like, a fucking PlayStation. Got <laughs> <laughs> a, play, a PlayStation 5. Yeah. When they were hard to get. Felt real bad. And really good at the same time. <laughs> it's a bittersweet feeling. You got one then. Did yeah. If that's the one free thing you're going to get forever, if that's the last one, I'd settle for it. Yeah. And maybe a Rolex, but I'm not paying tax on that because well, it was given to me by a, uh, a relative. The thing is, you have to declare it. You know, if a sheik gave you a Rolex, are you really going to go to revenue and say, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm after getting this fucking Rolex. It's worth 100 grand. How can I give you 20 grand? You'd just be like, oh, great. Now we have a fucking Rolex. You know once what I mean? Once it goes up on your story, then you have to pay tax on it. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so if the sheik is like, here's a Rolex, please post it. You, po- you can have this Rolex, but you have to post that on your stories for 24 hours. I'd say, no. They're QCs. Cloud Cafe. Cloud Shoes. What are you called? On Cloud. On Cloud, yeah. yeah. On Cloud. Cloud. Cloud Chats. I was cleaning up yesterday and I found a two cent coin. Okay. I didn't keep it. I threw it in the bin. Was it weird to seeing that? I think it's weird throwing money away. because well, yeah, it's just I've all... always thrown little few coins away, like two cents, one cents. And yeah, yeah. Tens even sometimes. just like, yeah. <laughs> Tens. <laughs> Fucking money bags. Ten cents. Never mind. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Now, when I throw if ten cents... In the bin. When I throw ten cents away, I just go, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I don't throw them away because I think it's bad luck to do that. mm I think, Jesus, who do I think I am throwing money away? Even though it's only two cents. You wouldn't just like see two cents on its own and throw it away. It's I would, just like, yeah, I would I you? Think I would, yeah. Well, it's kind of just like if you're cleaning a certain area and that happens to be there along with rubbish, you just throw it out. Yeah. Like, I don't go around my gaff looking for money to throw away. <laughs> but if you lift up your couch, you know, under the couch gets filthy. If you lift up your couch and sweep out all the crap that's underneath and there's a few coins there, mm. that goes onto the dustpan and it goes into the bin. Like, no yeah. one's keeping that money. Tools and everything. 50 quid on the bleeding dustpan, get in the bin. There's enough for the takeaway in your gaff. Just down the side of the chairs now. Just around the house, yeah, like that. If you had a good route, you'd be able to get a takeaway. And the car. And a tip. No chance. I'd rather throw her in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a lump of gold, it wouldn't excite me. Even though it's worth it's so not much really money. that exciting, is it? A lump of gold. Well, it's worth... If you had like a bouillon cube, you know one of these fucking... A bouillon cube? Is that what, they, is that what they're called? 
like a gold brick. I don't know. If you had like a bouillon cube, that actually might be gravy, but I think it's called a bouillon cube. If you had one of them, a gold Boolean? brick. Boolean. Boolean. Gold bouillon. That's the thing. Is it? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what I'm trying to say. Probably. <laughs> but if you had one of them, you just have like a lump of metal. Mm. Where do you bring that? Like who do you give it to to get cash? A really rich jewellers, I think. Again, it's like who wants it? You might have something very valuable, but like who, who the fuck wants to buy it? Like, But it's just a piece of metal that we just like attribute value to. And it's it's the exact same like with watches, fossils, and with clothes, fossils, fossils are kind of just. I feel like you can just though. get fossils anywhere. Like yeah. you could just like have a little dig in Stevens Grain there, and you probably find like a bone off a mad animal from years and years ago. Yeah, I was looking into getting a metal <laughs> mad detector. Range thing, big wilder beast. Yeah, bring it back to life, reanimate it. <laughs> What were you saying? I was looking at getting a metal detector because I thought, oh, do you know what? It'd be cool to get a metal detector and bring Ollie onto the beach and do a bit of, like, you know, if it goes off, then we can dig and find a little bit of metal. And oftentimes, the stuff that you'll find is, like, really old coins or bullets or, like, arrowheads. Or, you know, it's yeah. kind of worthless. It's weird, though. It's weird. Yeah, you could go into St. Anne's and do a little dig or go into the Wicklow Mountains you'll and do a little, you'll find some stuff. You'd probably find a bit of gold, little bars of gold, not little bars, little lumps of gold and stuff like that. Do you make a living off that? Well, no, because it's kind of like the coins and the arrowheads, they're cool. interesting, but they're worthless. If you find them in fucking Stephen's Grain, like, they're not going to be worth anything. <laughs> you, you, like, yeah, you never know. But I was Googling it, and it's illegal to metal detect in Ireland. Only if you're a cop. Well. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Get, get that fucking, here's a metal detector. Call the guards. Arrest that man. Is it really, though? Why is that? I don't know, because, like, wherever you're digging is supposed to be a protected site. Like, even if it's on the beach and you dig... I think if you dig, like, with a bucket and spades, technically, that's illegal. You're not allowed to dig. Kids aren't allowed to, like, make sandcastles on the, on the beach. Yeah. Like, it's not mad when you think about what it. What if it's out your back garden? Who's you're not allowed... To, I mean, allowed, you need... Who's to know? If, well, exactly, you know what I mean? But technically, it's illegal. It's like planning permission. You need planning permission. If you're going to be digging out your back garden, you'd, you probably need mm. planning permission. Then. What if you burn your rubbish out your back garden? <sighs> that used to be a thing. You probably get used to be billows of smoke. Neighbors. Every back garden, like you're not allowed to do that. You just see billows of smoke and just some fella down the back burning and a load of rubbish. That's mad. Yeah, you can't do that. Like yeah. you can't burn anything apparently in your back garden. Not you even could, wood. You could never do that though. Like not even in a little fire place. You can't have a fireplace. Again, no, no waste. You're not allowed to burn any waste. If it's just wood from a tree, I think you can burn that because wood could be treated with chemicals. That's why you're not allowed to burn. Okay. What about the weekly shop? Born the weekly shop. The wrappings. I tell you, I know a few who used to do that. I think there's some laws out there that are just funny that are actually laws. Yeah. It's illegal to be in possession of a detection device at monuments and sites protected under the National Monuments Act. It's also illegal to use a detection device to search for archaeological objects anywhere within the state or its territorial seas without the prior written consent of the Minister for Culture, Heritage and the Gaeltacht. So you need permission. Just you have to go to the Gaeltacht? Yes. Or far enough out at sea that you're outside Ireland's territorial waters. Yeah, back garden. Who's going to know? But it's still illegal. Just further reading this information here, it's also illegal to promote the use of detection devices. Stop. For the purpose of searching for archaeological objects. We that are, is bonkers. So we're promoting just, it. Well, let's just be very no, clear. No, we are no, not, go out and buy one. Like, we're not no. suggesting anybody does this. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't be like Joe. So that's a like, Don't be like yeah. If we were like, oh, go out, catch yourself a metal detector there and have a look for some coins, we'd be we're breaking the law. Necessarily breaking the law there. Like, what would be the penalty for that? Anyone who finds Death. anyone who finds an archaeological object must report it to the National Museum or a designated local museum within ninety six hours. Jesus! And if you don't, you get decapitated. I better rethink my plans for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought, that would have been just a cool hobby. What's the laws on fishing? Can you just fish anywhere? Because you know when you go to Holt and they're all just throwing their rods in, they're all fishing, and I'm like, I feel like he's a robbing from I the think, sea. I think the law <laughs> is that you have to put the fish back. Is that the law? I don't know if it's just certain places, but most places like you have to like put the fish back when you catch it. No, you don't have to. Don't have I don't to. think I so. Think but there is like some a, places where you have to. There's some places that you're not allowed fish. You need a license to fish for salmon and sea trout. But apart from that, you can... Fish for whatever you want, pretty much in the Republic. In oh, the so North, it's a you choice whether to put it back or not. Yeah, I think it's just good practice, good conservation practice. If you're not going to actually eat the thing, I went fishing when Throw I was a back. kid with my granddad and his mate, and this fella caught loads and he just brought them all home. Did he eat like, them? I'm not going to eat all that fish, man. <laughs> it's a lot of fish. It's a whole really big bucket of fish, like 
you have to scale it and everything. Like yeah. you have to descale it, cut it, gut it. Oh, the smell of his gaff, I'd say, was bleeding wrong. And then he drank in the shamrock, this fella. He, he's dead now. But, they uh, were poisoning him. Yeah. <laughs> My granddad like, passed away before him. But I used to serve him in the shamrock. And you're like, do you remember that time I brought you fishing with your granda? And you, you were there going, I want me granda. Because <laughs> <laughs> we went miles out. And I'm like, how long How long is it till we like, get fish? Because like, you're like a good bit of wiping the sea. And he oh, brought, did you go on a boat? Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, he was like, I want me granda. I'm like, do you want a point, mate? Do you? Embarrassing me like, <laughs> in front of all my punters. <laughs> you went on a boat with him by himself, though. Did your granda not go with you? He didn't go out, no. All oh, right. He was, Jesus. he was afraid. <laughs> he was afraid. But we what went, a terrible activity. We went then. winkle picking as well. Ah, come here, I love winkle picking. And then uh, I had to carry like a bucket of winkles and I was like eight and it was really heavy. Yeah. I'm like, where's me granddad? <laughs> <laughs> You're out doing child labour, catching fish and winkles <laughs> from Mower Street, getting paid nothing. Fishing is shy. Is it? I've never done it, but it looks boring as fuck. I've never caught anything when I went fishing, like, down through the years with, like, a mate or whatever that thinks he knows about fishing. He's like, oh, just put a fly on the end of that there in the warm, and then you just wait around. You never catch anything. Why not people that catch sharks? Yeah. Oh, when I went out fishing the other day, oh, what you catch? A few eels. Because they know what they're doing. Oh, they're catching a shark. I didn't even know there were sharks in Ireland. Great whites. Man, that fucking You huge. have to put them back, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have a pet shark at home. <laughs> <laughs> sharks are gas. Yeah. There you go, anyway. So I have a little background on why metal detecting is illegal. Let's go over it. Do you want to know? Yeah. In this country, in the UK, apparently, you can just, with someone's permission, you can do it on their land. Now, my source for this is Reddit. There's a Reddit thread, but these people seem to know what they're talking about. There's someone asked this very question, why is it illegal? Basically, the chances of there being an archaeological site in this country is pretty high. And a few years back, the government brought in this law to say... You can't have amateurs going around digging up stuff at random because once they start digging up something, doing it in an untrained way, they'll destroy the site and then those artefacts, historical artefacts, should belong to everybody, to the state. So to protect them, you just have to say nobody's allowed to go around just mm. treasure hunting, just picking up something and walking off. The, you know, uh, yeah, but look, you it know, should be communally owned is the idea. Then the, the, the site will never be found. I, was, I think it, it needs to be. I was telling him that it was, uh, do you know, the little on Angel Street there. You know, the tomb. Yeah. I was in it. Last week I was in it, like. What? I was on a job and a part of the job was to go into the tomb. <laughs> on a job. On a job. <laughs> I was on a job, archaeology job. But there was an archaeologist there and everything that had to let us in and the whole lot. Really? And he was saying, like, oh, this hasn't been open since this little was built, like. Please tell us more about this. Why, why, what? That's all. Give a bit of context. Give a bit of, I like, what's to, going on here. For a little, like, they're launching a TikTok and they wanted to do a campaign about a pastry that hasn't been around for ages and I go looking for it and I go into the tomb and it's in the tomb like but it's like it's about fucking 30 degrees down there and it stinks it's horrible like did you get to walk under the, the glass like looking up into the shop yeah yeah so if you people doing walking the shop and I'm like that <laughs> come on Ronaldo <laughs> <laughs> what's he doing down in the tomb <laughs> well, it was a tight squeeze I was saying to him and he was like going oh yeah do you know like the boxes in the, on the ground with the four kind of nuts either side and you have to get an Allen key and open it, just a standard kind of box with a lid on it. Like a tile, like a floor like tile. Like a floor tile, yeah, exactly. Hmm. So like that was the entrance. So I had to get down. They opened that and I got down. And then I had to like crouch under, but it was like a really small gap. I'd have a panic attack, man. Like I had to like maneuver to like get under it. But it wasn't like long, like it was literally like just once you're on there, like at the tomb and you can see the, the roof and stuff. But even down there, like it just crouched down. It's so fucking low, like I didn't find that though. But like after we came out, there was just like loads of footprints down there. And I was looking down and I'm like, are them footprints just going to be there now forever? From yours? From us, like me and another fella. And uh, the archaeologist like had a rake with him. And then he went down and raked it. Ah, like I just leave one footprint. So every yeah. time I go, I'm like, "There's my footprint." In four thousand years from now, <laughs> and you find that old battered little, you find like, "Oh, Air Max Nikes." <laughs> Around that area, there was like a river. Like the Vikings landed there, and that that's probably like a Viking settlement. And then there was like a river that ran along the back of where where Angel Street. And then I think Guinnesses even tapped into the river so that the river ran through Guinnesses. So that they had clean, fresh water for mm. their for their Guinness back in the day. Jesus, I think there's something like that. That might be worth an interest. That's an interesting little tidbit. And it used to be black, and that's why like Dublin is called Dove Lynn 
which is literally Blackpool because of that river that ran really? through. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting one. It's very clammy down there, though. I'd say so. When I got back up after like an hour, I felt like sick or something. It was just like, Because your mum was saying there's ventilation down there. Well, the last time I was down there, there was ventilation. But like, if you get like weird smells, like kind of like there's a lack of oxygen down there. He said, just come back straight away. Were you down there by yourself? With another chap that was like recording us. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jeez, I, oh, <laughs> so stupid, isn't it? Like, would you have went down? A few quid, yeah. For a few, but all I got paid in pastries. <laughs> Do me. Fair enough. Declare it though. Yeah. You have to declare all them pastries. Ah, sure, look. I won't put them on my stories. <laughs> Do you want one? Yeah, go on. You know, Dublin City Council's office is over by. My way? Keys. On the Keys there, that big building. But that used to be a Viking settlement. And then they just destroyed it in the 80s to build that big building. They gave zero fucks about preserving the history and they just knocked yeah, it down yeah. keep this all sacred in Little but like knock that one down <laughs> <laughs> like they only found that one in Little when they were digging for the foundation of that building and then they were like what's this and they were like, surely oh. that's happened before and they just like went eh, just cemented over somewhere yeah, maybe, else like you know maybe yeah yeah like in the front of Trinity College they were digging up the grounds to lay the tracks and they found bodies underneath the ground like really historic old ancient bones from years and years ago from thousands of years ago like we walk on this ground all the fucking time like the people that are underneath us like dead that had lives just played it's probably a load on the agaf I'd say definitely so. like 100% so. yeah. yeah and a load of coins and all oh, fucking pirates oh, pirates love, cove love to check it out only last year last summer they were digging out ground to build a hotel on Capel Street and they found a hundred skeletal remains from about a thousand years ago I'd say if you were running that building site, you'd be fucking furious. Like, fucking hell, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have to stop now, get the archaeologists in with their little toothbrushes. Be <laughs> <laughs> here yeah. for fucking ages. I'll be a skeleton myself by the time it's finished. I'd love to find a dinosaur bone. Would you? Or a whole dinosaur. Put it up in the sitting room. Have a pet dinosaur. Have an exhibit gone. Ten or a ticket. Have a look. The Fingless T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd make some merch. The Fingless T-Rex. Cups, key rings. I'll tell you, it'd be fucking belowed They found a woolly mammoth and it was like really well preserved because it was in Alaska, so it was frozen. And because it was so well preserved, they found preserved DNA. So they took his DNA and uh, like reanimating it and bringing the woolly mammoth back to life. Really? Yeah. Like proper Jurassic Park shit. That's lethal. Isn't it? That's what we need. Isn't science mad? How much would you say it would cost you to buy the tooth? A real one now of a Velociraptor. 100 grand. 100 grand. I can get you one for 80 quid. 80 quid? Buy it now. <laughs> That's fake. That's faker than my watches. I don't think it is. Here's one for 300 quid. Here's one for 80 quid. There's a broad range here. What are you on eBay or something? So is that what we, we should get you for Christmas, Darren? Some fossils? Absolutely. I'm going to put them up all around the sitting room. And open up in a, a big exhibit. Do you want to go? Tenor entrance. Tenor, yeah. yeah Bring yeah, the kids yeah. in that. Yeah. Kids go free. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Under if they have an adult. Under, under two. Uh, under six months. Under six months. Okay. But that's very generous. <laughs> <laughs> under six days. Kids go free. Under six days. What about family pass? You're gonna do a family pass into your gaff? Yeah. Sixty quid. And it's just to see one toot. Well, like if Owen gets me a couple of things, it depends what Owen's going to do with it. Owen gets me. <laughs> Owen, it's up to you. You have to turn Darren's gaff into a museum. I found you a T-Rex tooth. Now, this, this is getting a bit more pricey, but I would have thought it would be higher. You can get a shard of T-Rex tooth. No, you want the whole thing. The whole thing, okay. Gum and all. Extra large one. Going to cost you about one and a half grand. There's a huge one. Three inch T-Rex tooth. That's about five grand. That's small. Three inches. It's a tooth. Still. Small, huh? Triceratops tooth. 60 quid. How big is that? Looks pretty small. But size of your thumbnail. Bit bigger. So is fossils a bit like... When you came in earlier, I noticed you were wearing, let's say, more um, muted or sensible footwear than you often do. And you told me, well, it had to grow up at some stage. So is there a chance that the fossils could replace the toys <gasps> in the same spirit of you just... Just the toys, are, sure gone, toys have... are gone out the window now. It's all about the fossils now. <laughs> the, do you still have the display case? They're still there, but they've all like fallen over and stuff and there's dust all over them. We just oh, open oh. it and 
This is like Toy them. Story 4. <laughs> so Where Andy doesn't care about the toys anymore. I don't want to play with you anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Throwing Freddy Krueger down the bin. Aww. I feel bad for them. I know. Where'd you get your financial advice? Oh, uh, John McGuckin on the Starla podcast. <laughs> Fucking broke that I am. He said it's blowing up. <laughs> Get me the LOL show the LOL show with all the comedians and they're not supposed to laugh on Amazon didn't they fucking Dustin Ray Darcy and it's not that sucky and soapy no I think it was the Zig and Zag Zig and Zag on it to try and make them laugh yeah. and if I was in that room and Dustin came on I'd just cry I'd just put him you'd want to take him keep him like yeah <laughs> I'd snatch him and I'd leg it imagine having how many Dustin puppets do you reckon there is do you think there's only one I'd say there's about three or four. That he goes through, like that the puppeteer goes through. I feel like there's just one, because it just looks so old and crap and battered. I'd say he went through a couple more than that. Do you reckon? Down through the years, yeah. I don't know. I'd say he just went here. Because it, it was the Lambert Puppet Company who made them, if I'm not mistaken. Are they still going? They're not still. They shut down like five or six years ago. I'd say he got a, a relaunch for the Eurovision. I don't think so. Like, he That's looks so battered. He looks so crap, you know? Even the beak looks like it was... Cracked. Yeah, yeah. yeah the paint yeah. off it. Like. Probably is only one. I'd say it stinks. There's only one dust in the turkey. <laughs> and I want it in me sitting room. Where would you put it? I'd hang him up. I'd put him, like... In a... Display cabinet. Would you? Cabinet, yeah. I'll never have it. No, you definitely... Whoever your man is, the puppeteer, he's, like, in his 70s now. But, like, when he passes, it'll be passed down... To his kids, I suppose, and he then it'll just be. He doesn't make enough appearances anymore. I think he'd be in a museum. I think Dustin will be in a museum. I even want to meet him. I don't want to meet the puppeteer. He'd be I want to be disappointed because he'd be just lying there. I know, just like that. He'd be Dustin. Dustin, will you talk? Do the flap flap. Just do the flap flap. <laughs> That's a very good crisp. It's a good crisp. There's only one crisp for me. Hunky Dory's. Ooh, that's... Or O'Donnell's. O'Donnell's is nice. So I was seeing a tweet this morning, yeah? And I screenshotted that. And I said, podcast content. Mm. Right? And it kind of goes back to the early days of the podcast when you said that you robbed DVDs from HMV. Ah, yeah. Or someone you knew. Or was it you? Me, yeah. Yeah, you did. That's fine. So this is what it says, right? The tweet. Or is it called a tweet anymore? Is it called an X? Or what? Post. Just a post. It was, it, yeah. Yeah. Well, I've seen this on X. It's nine years since the supermarket in my hometown noticed DVD stocks depleting. Given that the DVDs had security tags on them, they couldn't understand it. You with me? Yeah. Eventually, it came to light that the thieves had found a way to steal DVDs without taking them out of the shop. How would you do that? Did you take the DVDs out of the case or something? No. no. Like okay. the whole physical DVD. Case no. They never walked out of the shop with them, but they robbed them. Do you want to hear how? Yeah. The supermarket in question also had an in-store post office. They discovered that people were simply picking up DVDs from one shelf, padded envelopes from another, and posting them home. That's fucking brilliant, isn't it? That's Ocean's Eleven yeah, shit. That's proper shit, that. It's clever. That's very good. It says then the mail was taken out of the shop through a barrier with no alarm. Out the back? Out the back. As you do. That's with, Ocean's with, Eleven stuff, isn't it? It's clever. Now, if you could go back, would you do that? If there was that's a, a shop. such an easy... If there was a shop with a post office, that's all DVDs, I suppose. Can't really get DVDs anymore, though. No, but... The, you, you know, get the week shop. Do post, little, post a week shop yeah. to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Bread. <laughs> Imagine doing a week shop and walking out with nothing. <laughs> I get that now in five days. <laughs> Four to five working days. There's off-license. You can get, go into the off-license and, and get like top-shelf whiskey. Stick that in a, a box. That's brilliant. We are not suggesting that anyone should try this. But if someone does happen to try this... Let us know who you get on. Let us know who you get on. Let us know if you receive any... Uh, what would you get? If you were hmm. just in like a supermarket. There's an electronics <laughs> section supermarkets. You could post a TV to yourself. I suppose it would be only small things, wouldn't it? Because you'd need to put it into an envelope. Well, you can, you can post big things. You have to wrap it in the shop, though. You'd look a bit fucking weird. She was watching. <laughs> if you're doing it that blatantly, like, you get away with it. A telly is very conspicuous. But if you were just wrapping a telly in brown fucking wrapping paper, whoever's working there is is just going to be like, that's... 
It's too obvious. It's too obvious. He's not doing that. It's yeah. too obvious. Let's There's no way he's posting yeah. a fucking telly to himself. Focus on that fella robbing the M&Ms in all six. Good research, man. Some good research for this podcast now. You have to do it there. Did you enjoy the Talk of Bollocks show? It's good, yeah. Some amount of people. 2,000, was it? Was there over 2,000 people at that? About 2,000, yeah. Fucking hell. That was exciting. They were wild. They weren't as wild as they thought. There was a bit of a perception that Talk and Bollocks had a rowdy crowd. Yeah. They were very tame. I thought they were pretty chilled out, actually. I thought they were... I only seen one person getting fucked out while the show was on. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, yeah. Just one. I thought there would have been at least half of the stadium. I definitely thought it would have been rowdy. (laughs) There was no hecklers. No. There wasn't one shouty bloke or... Our crowd was rowdier than that. No. That's just obviously. sitting there drinking flat whites. <laughs> I was good crack. I went out then afterwards because there was a DJ, you ran Tomo, and yeah. he had a night in Farrier and a Driver. And after I went to, party, was it? The after party, yeah. You didn't go, you went home. Yeah. So I went to Farrier and Driver, the after party, and there's a queue outside to get in because it's just night anyway, so it's just near you kind of cornered off for the party. And I went up then to the door and I was like, oh, I'm probably on the the guest list I was there with my missus and my brother and his girlfriend I says we were at the the Talking Bollocks gig and they were like oh right oh, okay it's uh, it's 20 quid ahead I was like oh but we I think we're, we know Tomo and stuff like that <laughs> and then he's like it's still 20 quid ahead like you know and I was like oh so like fucking 80 quid for all I was like fuck that you bollocks like. mm. and then Calvin came and he was behind us and I was like oh there's Calvin now he'll probably be able to pull in a ward or do something like you know 20 quid for him as well well he was up there he was kind of trying to fight his case as well but then he was with his missus and he turned around and he goes sorry man there's nothing I can do about it <laughs> He shook me hand and he went in. Calvin did? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So then uh, he shook me hand, went in, and I was like, ah, fuck this. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm definitely not paying in there, like, after just kind of not making a scene, but trying to take a stand and be like, I'm not bleeding paying 80 quid. I've never paid 20 quid in anywhere. Mm. I just go somewhere that you didn't pay in. I was like, I'm not fucking good. Like, 20 quid seems a bit steep. Yeah. Like, a bit unbelievable, Very, like just to gain entrance. That's all. Yeah, and I said fuck it, and then I just went to the pub across the road from it. Not that big a deal. And then I went to uh, forty uh, to, quid, <laughs> the big alien as well, like you know, free in as well, like the neck of charging. Like you don't know me, the neck, the neck of you. <laughs> Sorry, do you know who I am? <laughs> That's what I felt like I was. You should have. Like, Sorry, do you know who I am? I was on the talk of stage. I have my own podcast as well. It's called Stala. <laughs> all right, Darren, go ahead. I <laughs> can't believe Calvin just left you high and dry. Yeah. Uh, he had he he Where's the goal out solidarity there? I know. He could have had a bit of wiggle around there, I feel, for you. Probably, but I feel like he had to put up a little bit of a fight himself to kind of, kind get, of in. get in to his own after party. Like, you know, just think the. Was it an actual it after, party? after party? It was like a it corner. Just, Your man Tomo had a, an area reserved for the Talking Bollocks party, but I guess that was just Calvin and his girlfriend. Parents <laughs> not there? Uh, no, parents went home. Sorry, lads, not tonight. Fuck off! Let me in. <laughs> Talent isn't even coming. That's a spare ticket there. That's a spare ticket right there. Sorry, lads. No new balance allowed. <laughs> Only fresh suits. Whatever. I went over to what's that pub on the corner across the road from Ferry and Drive there? Grogan's. Went off the Grogan's and got a ham and cheese toasty. That's a lot. <laughs> Did you actually? <laughs> yeah. At twelve o'clock in the night. Yeah, and a point of Guinness. <laughs> Much better option. Yeah. The Guinness over there is tops. That the night Guinness, that one there. That the night Guinness, yeah. And then we went into Pygmalion. Do you know what? Pygmalion was packed as well. And there was a fella in Pygmalion and he was the barman. And I says, can I have a pint of Guinness and a whiskey and Diet Coke for the lady? And he was like, yeah, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll get you that. And then uh, he took ages getting it. And then when he gave it to me, he said, whatever it was, 18 quid. And then I, I took my phone out to pay for it, to tap my phone. And then before giving me the card machine he left me waiting there standing there he took somebody else's order gave them the order and charged them before he came back to me with the card machine and Moira was there beside me and I was like that fuck I done that on purpose like he left me waiting there on purpose so I'm gonna drag this out now so I have like the pattern thing on my phone when he came over he was like whatever 18 quid and I was like oh okay right and then I was like oh my phone keeps going on and I'll hang on and then I was trying to get the pattern in it was taking ages I was like oh finally there I've got to hurt these phones now 
and then I opened my Revolut and then I was trying to put the code in for my Revolut and I'm like, oh God, you have, you have codes for your phones, then you have code for the apps and you have this, that and the other and he knows, he knows full well what I'm doing and <laughs> literally had he him done stand, it to you, like? Yeah, literally had him stand there for about five minutes and I'm like, I'll get it, I'll get it. I was like an L one, like trying to wear my fucking glasses and I'll fix this and I'll get it out. These L contraptions. Like you little fucking prick, you leave me waiting, I'll, I'll leave you waiting. Maybe he's just busy. He was yeah, busy, but, but yeah, like he, he served someone else before coming back to me with the card machine. So probably wanted to give it to you for nothing. I should have walked off. Just walked off. Yeah, should have. <laughs> <laughs> they were all out to get you that night. I weren't tell they? you. <laughs> Did you go for anything to eat after it, like a sloppy Joe or anything? Don't get me started. Ham and cheese toasty and Grogan's. Oh, really? Did you not get anything else after that? Can you get oh, a sloppy Joe in Dublin? Or just a burger or something. Not get a pizza, slice of pizza or something. No way. I just thought there might have been another confrontation over that. Or. Oh no, that's it. That's all my moaning done from, from that night. Oh, yeah, but then that was a good night. In between, the in-between parts. When I pubs. venture out to pubs, whatever they are, I've no problem, ever. Speaking of nightclub admissions, to measure the cost of living, they have a thing called the Consumer Price Index, right? Okay. And there's something like 600 or so everyday goods that they'll keep an eye on the average price of. And every year they update what's on this list of 600. And they've just announced... This year's updates. So things like vapes, oat milk, they've been added in. Vapes? Yeah. The things taken away. Landline phones, nightclub admission. That's this year? Yeah. So that's no longer, I guess it's like landline phones. People don't spend money. That's already in. Yeah, that's in the list. So like if it costs you a tenner in 2005 and it costs you 12 quid in 2006, that's how they start calculating the cost of living's going up. Nightclub admission has been on this list for... uh, couple of so decades that's, at least that's gone up that's gone it's gone so people don't go to nightclubs anymore so they're no longer it's rare enough that people pay into a nightclub now that's why I was shocked it's not a, an indicator of the cost of living oh right, right so like oat milk and vapes obviously they didn't well, I mean oat milk might have existed a few years ago but nobody was drinking it but now enough people pay for those things that it's worth watching them another one gone the Swiss roll the Swiss roll is gone uh, it would seem people no longer buy Swiss rolls it's probably a fair assessment. Is that the jam and cream one? I think it's all Swiss rolls. So even the chalky ones just look like rolled up fucking... Digital cameras too are gone. That's sad. Yeah. I, I feel like people are still buying Swiss rolls. I feel like that too. I feel like that's a strange one. I think we got Swiss rolls a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> you said the only people... Someone's still buying these fucking Swiss rolls. They're still there like... Tag Hill. Tag Hill out too. 80 hours. Are you upset about that? About what he's just done? Turning the heating on. Coming straight into the room and just whacking the heating up. Just so, thinking, oh, everyone else must be cold as well. Yeah, to explain, Joe has <laughs> uh, walked into the studio here and myself and Darren have been sitting here for a few minutes. And Joe, before the door had even closed, Joe turns around and starts adjusting the aircon. It was cold, so I put the he heat jacketed on. it up a couple of degrees. Which it was down, be it was, significant. It was down at nineteen degrees. Well, you lads. hadn't even come in to sample the air temperature yourself. You were still half outside the room, and you had decided that this is too cold in here. I walked into this room and I felt like I walked out of a building and into the outside air. This is like outside temperature. I but, had to bump it up. But if you'd come in and sat down for a minute and then said I need to bump this up, I'd be more understanding. But it's because you came in and decided. It's like if someone put a meal in front of you and you just lashed a lot of salt all over it. Before it's tasting not. it, it's like a power you didn't trip. taste it first. It's like oh, I have a Rolex now. Look, yeah, I'm going to turn heat on. You are too socially uncomfortable to make it make a change. There's no way you was <laughs> sitting there happy. <laughs> Neither of you has wanted to make the move. So I was just going out on a, <laughs> and, and saying, "Here, it's it's obviously fucking cold." Like you know what I mean? Let's such a maverick, you know. And it was windy as well. The air conditioning was on. It was like full fan. I don't know what you're talking about. I was very comfortable here. Darren's fringe now was flapping. It was ble- It was like a storm. We were like Dorothy flying. flying. <laughs> I thought the building was going to take off. Like standing beside a, an airplane and it was freezing cold. It was very bold of you to do that. I don't think so. Does that reach the bar of a social faux pas? I wouldn't, I like, I think coming in here I don't and know not social doing faux pas it, actually affect you or if you're aware of them, are you? I don't know. I don't, I just kind of do what, uh, yeah, social <laughs> faux pas, they don't come into my life really. Go at all. finish I that sentence. I just kind of do what? I do whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> I do whatever I want. <laughs> it's cold in this room, going to bump that heating up. And it's free as well. You go home and it's 19 degrees and you bump her up to 22 degrees, it's going to cost you about 15 quid. Would you walk free. into someone's sitting room and before you've even closed the door, you're leaning down to adjust the radiator. Would you do that? No. 
if it was cold. Like you wouldn't. Reasoning. Yeah. I know, I wouldn't. And someone, someone's gaffer wouldn't. <laughs> but this is fucking Maracomney house. Well, would, he? Is, would he? Would he? He might. He might. I'd never put the heating on in my gaff. It's too warm anyway. Ever in my yeah. apartment? It's warm all the time, even in the winter. It's warm. Ew. I don't know. All the farts. That's what it is, yeah. Frank's, Frank's farts. All Frank's farts. Lovely. Thanks for that, Frank. Keep the fucking heating on. Would you get into the passenger seat of someone's car and change the radio station? Yeah. Ooh, depends how well I know them. Yeah, depends who it is. Like. Yeah. If I knew them well. My car? No. No, not you. <laughs> Why? I feel, like it, I feel like it has to be a relative. <laughs> I feel like you'd make a whole thing. <laughs> I'd probably ask you, can I play a tune or something? I wouldn't touch your radio and just change the channel out of nowhere. I would. I'd just change it. So that's a shy song. Boop. Next. Would you? So, yeah. In Owen's car, if Owen had a car, would you I do have a car. You have, Do you have a car? <laughs> I do have Where a you car, get the yeah. fucking dart then? <laughs> Can't picture you with a car now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just because I never thought you'd drove, drove a car. There you go. Do you drive on the weekends? Yeah, I drive every day. I drive the kids to crash, I pick the kids up from crash. Oh, drive on the that's weekends. mad. I never thought you'd drive. That's... Darren's idea you, of you is yeah. like a teacher. I was like, just going to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I was crossing at the traffic lights and you were there stopped and you never told me to drive until this moment, it's the first time I'm finding out literally that he drives a car and I see you, I go, ah, and then run. I, just I could, don't know I why just, you're so surprised with it. I just think it's mad. What are you getting the fucking dart for? It's weird seeing someone outside of their environment though. I remember I yeah. bumped into Owen in Harvey Norman's. Yep. Did you? What the words? I drove there too, yeah. <laughs> Did you get the dart there? No, you drove. It's in sorts. <laughs> big car park. It's a very it is big a big Great for driving. And you go over for a bit hogs and heifers there as well if you wanted that. Yeah, yeah. Lovely spot. And that day we had just been into Halfords before we met Joe and my daughter had got her first bike helmet and she was running around wearing it. And I, when we met Joe, I felt I had to make the point that it was a new helmet because <laughs> I was like we're not like we don't put a helmet on the kid for going to <laughs> we don't get out much so we just want to be safe <laughs> yeah. what are you thinking that I, I mean it's very weird yeah 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 this is a soft furnishing shop and she's running around in a helmet <laughs> fucking real jealous now that you bumped into him outside of the podcast yeah because I've never seen him outside and the football day in Talca obviously yeah, we've gone to matches in Talca together yeah you were invited but you were afraid the Bowles fans might see you so you didn't want to go I don't care about any of that well if you want to come no well then don't be getting upset you don't see me outside the studio I want to see you elsewhere other than fucking a Shells match well Harvey Normans Harvey just, just wait I'm there so it's all week next week I don't that he'll turn up <laughs> I did a few months where when I was moving into the house I spent on, uh, every weekend I was in Airside mm. for a while never want to go back again Is there anything in your house that you think you might need to get uh, that you're looking at saying Jeez, I need a new one of them Good question There's a broken door but we have someone fixing that at the moment oh, You can't so. fix it yourself You can't fix it yourself Is there huh? anything? No I never claimed to be a, a, Just a real give me, <laughs> give me one item that you're thinking about A lamp <laughs> A washer dryer. Okay. Uh, that's one of the reasons why my house is so warm. The dryer being on. Constantly. <laughs> Constantly. With nothing in it. <laughs> that's your heater. <laughs> Stick the dryer on there. It's freezing. <laughs> right. Speaking of social faux pas, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, my son. I know neither of you are exactly uh, world travellers. Or we've been around. Well, you've been around. Oh, I've been around. Ever had any advice on things not to do in foreign places or anything like that? Obviously, when you travel abroad, there are certain things that will be totally normal here. Don't wear a bun bag. That might be offensive somewhere. So I have a list here. So in Asia and uh, Russia, that's a pretty broad scope of places there. It's common not to talk during a meal because you're supposed to focus on the food. There you go. Oh. Uh, in India, Africa and the Middle East, people always use their right hand for greeting or touching another person or eating oh. because the left hand is unclean because you have to wipe your arse with that hand that's the idea yep so don't shake off. don't offer your left hand and if you're sitting down eating with your hands don't eat with your left hand I couldn't oh, I you couldn't wipe my arse with my left hand no I have to be the good one it'd be all over the place it'd be, I wouldn't, yeah <laughs> I wouldn't be able to in Japan it's considered rude to cross your legs in the presence of someone older or more respected wow slurping as well isn't it is that, is that in there in Japan if you don't slurp you're not enjoying your field yeah you told us that didn't you before when we were eating ramen yeah 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 sloping your ramen is a sign of good it's quality it's a compliment like it's a compliment to slope mm. your field thumbs up one of them alright yep we'd all be very happy with that very oh, yeah. positive Love here up, yeah. most western countries yeah in the Middle East uh, Iraq is one country I see here in particular that it's 
highly offensive. To don't, stick your thumb up. Don't be going around a rack sticking your thumb up. It's like telling Mr. Bain when he's like, <laughs> when we stick his finger up. up yeah. Why is that offensive? Because that's the thumb you use to put up your bum. In Iraq and Iran, one of the worst insults you can give someone. A thumbs up? I think it's like sticking your middle finger up at them. Isn't that mad? Like they're just making all that up now. Taking the piss. If you're ever in China and eating rice with chopsticks, do not leave your chopsticks standing stuck into the rice. Stick Ooh. standing up. Why? How can that you insult? And rice with chopsticks. It's hard, isn't it? It's always it's sticky. Extremely stick. rude and bad luck. Why can't you use chopsticks? We'd be having ramen again um, and be sitting there with a fork, ain't it? Mm. in Thailand don't ever touch anyone's head ever I kind of wouldn't do that anyway <laughs> yeah who's going around touching heads why is that now the head is regarded in Thai Buddhism as a sacred part of the body okay. so even for kids don't pat a kid in the head I would oh well I would pat a kid in the head you know and just be like oh yeah alright there boys alright get boy give them a little rub in <laughs> Korea there's something you're not supposed to do smiling at someone you don't know ooh I don't do that either but even just walking down the road, like just a polite smile. It's weird because a lot of people would look at me and smile and go, yeah. and I'd do a back like, I wouldn't know them obviously, but like, I wouldn't just smile at a random person. That'd be weird. Would you not? I Stack, would. Like, if, That's what if I love a, about Ireland. If a random person smiled at me, like obviously I'm like, oh, they must play and watch me videos or whatever, or listen to the podcast. But if it wasn't doing that and someone smiled at me that I didn't know, I'd be thinking about that. But would you? Yeah. It's alright when it's like a granny or something. Oh, how nice day is it? Like, alright, granny. I think everyone should be like that. I thought you wouldn't be into that. Like casual pleasantries. I'm like, yeah, that's nice. Just how are you? Stop and chat now. How are you? And a nod. Hey, hey, that kind of thing. Yeah. Hey, hi. Hey, hey, hey. Some day, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Love it. It forces you to engage your brain instead of walking around mindlessly. I'd when someone says how are you, it kind of like takes it out of it and you're like, oh yeah, I'm a, I, I exist. Your personal space, yeah. Yeah. You, you'd have kind of a, a distance that you would consider acceptable to stand away from someone or for them to stand in mm. proximity to you, yeah. And we'd all probably, most of us I think would have roughly the same gauge on what that is. I'd say elbows, elbow distance. Sure. Okay. Apparently that changes depending on what country you're in. So in Europe and the US and so on, we have the space we have. But in the Middle East, especially in Saudi Arabia and then in China, people keep the normal stand a lot closer. Yeah. Nose to nose, like. <laughs> well, you ever see the, right. subway? you see the subways? They're fucking squashed in like sardines. Sit on my lap there, mate. <laughs> That's no fucking seat. Sit on my lap. You sit on my shoulders. I wouldn't be able to stand too close to someone talking to them. If it was just like me and another person, I feel like if you... Just, yeah. I think it's hard to... If someone gets that close to your face, your eyes start going crossed. So as soon as someone gets too close and your eyes start crossing, that's the distance. That's the perfect distance. Even before that. <laughs> like, right up to you, like. That's weird, even thinking about just someone that close talking to you. Well, you're going to fuck off. Found a list here from, I think it's an American site, and it's like about Irish social etiquette. You have to finish a cup of tea. You can't leave any, mm-hmm. you can't leave any tea left in the bleeding yeah. in the cup. That's an insult. No matter how milky or sugary it is, you've, uh, you finish that cup. Someone made that for you, you finish it and you put it in the sink after you. So here's uh, tips on travel etiquette in Ireland. Is one of them pressing your hazards to say thanks? Why that just everywhere? Flash. Little press the hazard light in. Number one, handshakes are important. Oh. So that just seems obvious to us. Uh, use your inside voice. This is aimed at Americans. It says Americans can be noisy at times. <laughs> I'll be a bit quieter don't bring up religion or politics that seems fairly general oh it says stay away from talking about the IRA <laughs> ah no go in for that who's writing this list refrain from public displays of affection it says hugging touching or being overly physical with others in public is considered inappropriate etiquette in Ireland I'd agree with that finger twitch while driving is polite that's the old the old two fingers how about you how we doing is that that yeah. that's that yeah yeah Wait. the bishop's fucking wife don't forget your round in the pub. That's rule number six. That's a real stereotypical one. Just don't get into rounds. Too expensive. No, ditch after you, it's your round. Yeah, once it's your, go home. Just pretend you're going to the bathroom to get sick. The real Irish good boy. If you're visiting someone's house, bring a gift. Nah. No. That's a fucking lie. Who wrote this? Uh, here's the one swearing. Many people travelling to Ireland are a little shocked by how much the Irish say... God, Jesus, or use the F word in daily conversation. For many Irish people, it's not considered profanity. If you hear it, simply ignore it and don't respond. It's not meant to shock anyone. It's just a bad habit. 
<laughs> I agree. <laughs> fucking hell. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus fucking Christ almighty up above. Yeah, yeah. The next one. Inhaling in agreement. Many Irish will inject short breaths or inhale during a conversation if they agree with something that is being said. <gasps> Please don't be alarmed. <laughs> That's an older one though. That's your ma. If you're saying goodbye on the phone, say goodbye lots of times. Right, bye, 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 oh, bye, I don't bye, do that. Say so, bye, bye, bye. Three. That's maybe. three times. Three. <laughs> three, maybe. And sometimes he says, bye, 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 bye. Oh, come here, one more thing before I go. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. Get used to hearing the word sorry quite a lot. Uh, sorry is used to apologise, but it's also a way of saying, excuse me. Get someone's attention. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. There must be loads of little phrases that Americans are like, what the fuck? Like, come here to me. Yeah. Uh, never ever order a black and tan or an Irish car bomb in an Irish pub. They don't even have them. Don't order an Irish whiskey either. Fucking. Did you make Irish whiskeys? Yeah. Who goes to a pub and gets it? An Irish coffee. An Irish coffee, sorry. Yeah. An Irish coffee. There was a woman that used to come in every day and get like two or three of them. Well, every couple of days. Like, the Bailey's coffees are whopper. Gorgeous, yeah. They're whopper. Yeah. Don't order a Bailey's coffee, whatever you do. That's a raw drink. Bailey, that's a that's a real black and tan. Yeah. What the fuck is a black and tan? Is it a cocktail or a shot? Half Guinness, half Smithicks, no? Well, never heard of that. Or a Smithicks were a Guinness head. Is it? I think so, yeah. They're good. What? Smithicks with a Guinness. Can I have a Smithicks with a Guinness head? Jesus Christ. Do you know what a snake bite is? Half lager, half cider, yeah. And a drop of blackcurrant or something. What the fuck is that like? There was an English crowd in the pub. When I was working there and they were coming in, there was loads of them ordering them. Gives a snack, boy. Yeah. Strongbow. Like a fucking Carlsberg or something if you want it. <laughs> Fosters, mate. You have a foster. <laughs> Thank you very much. Hope you enjoyed that podcast. You're welcome. We absolutely loved it. And if you did love it, we're doing a live show in Vicar Street. Like I said at the start of the show, it's April 6th. Get your tickets now at ticketmaster.ie or at a Ticketmaster kiosk. <laughs> or a... a down in the basement of what was that place in Fingal called? The Music Box. Go down to the Music Box and get your tickets there. It's a barber's now. Is it? But for a while they had like Ticketmaster yoke down the end. Yeah. Well, it was a barber's. Tickets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So you can get tickets at the bar, your barber. <laughs> <laughs> you get a fade and it's a ticket to stall it and a bottle of fucking drink. We've loads planned for it, so it'd be class if we could pack the place out and pull on a really good show. We look forward to it and we'll see us on April 6th. See you then, Roy. There you go.